everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Kay Thompson. I am a real estate broker and entrepreneur, and this is the latest episode of A Lesson in Real Estate. And I know that um, a lot of you out there may be familiar with what's going on in the real estate market right now. We are experiencing historic shortages as it relates to housing inventory. Um, at the last time that I checked, the housing industry was short a little bit over 500,000 homes. And so that's causing a lot of stress for buyers. Um, it's actually a free-for-all, so to speak, for sellers. But I am expecting some corrections to take place so that the, the market can balance itself out. With that being said, I'd like to talk about something a little bit different because I know that everyone is kind of, you know, in the throes of all of this media um, attention and all the stories and the different articles and things that we're hearing about the housing shortage. And I wanted to focus for those of you who are in the process of actually completing a real estate transaction on something that we really don't hear a lot about, and that is property deeds. So the first thing that I'd like to do is explain to you what a property deed is. A property deed or property deeds are legal documents used in real estate that transfers ownership of real property from a grantor or a seller to a grantee or a buyer. Real property is land or anything that's attached to the land, such as buildings and roads, all of that can be conveyed um, or transferred um, in the way of ownership from one person or parties to another person or parties. For a deed to be legally operative, it must include the identification of the grantor or the seller and the grantee, the person who is buying or accepting um, the rights to the property. And it also needs to include an adequate description of the property. There are some other things that I like to point out about um, special um, or property deeds that are special um, that we need to be aware of. Number one is a property deed, the buyer and the seller or the grantor and the grantee both have to be of sound mind and in a position legally to understand and accept a contract. If either party is deemed to be not able to understand the terms of a contract or what is exactly involved in um, the type of deed that they're working within, you know, it can be, um, the, the deed can be challenged. So um, the general warranty deed is the deed that most people want. Um, the general warranty deed offers the most protection to the holder of any other type of deed. With this type of deed, the grantor makes a series of legally binding promises called covenants and warranties to the grantee and their heirs agreeing to protect the grantee or the buyer, you know, in layman's terms, um, against any prior claims and demands of all persons whomsoever in regards um, to the conveyed land. The usual covenants, 
for title included in a general warranty deed are the covenant, the covenant of say sin, uh, meaning that the grantor warrants that they own the property and they have a legal right to convey it. So that's the first thing. A, a, a grantor has to have legal rights to be able to transfer property or convey it. The covenant against encumbrances, which denotes that um, the grantor warrants that the property is free of liens or encumbrances, except as specifically stated in the deed. So what you're looking for there is just to make sure that um, everything about the property is legal. There is no, you know, um, confusion on where the property lines lie. There is no confusion on, you know, um, buildings. And, you know, if there's a building that's 10 feet over on someone else's property or vice versa, this particular warranty deed or general warranty deed, property deed, I should say, um, is one that protects against that. You also have the covenant of quiet enjoyment in a general warranty deed. And that indicates that the grantee will have quiet possession of the property and will not be disturbed because the grantor had a defective title. So basically what you're promising if you're the grantor to the grantee is that once they have taken over the property, once it's been conveyed, no one is gonna come at a later date and say, hey, I had, you know, interest in this property and I'm owed compensation or part of the property back because no one told me that it was being conveyed to you. And then um, the final main covenant of a general warranty deed is that of further assistance where the grantor promises to deliver any documents necessary to make the title good. So if you are a buyer and um, you're involved in a real estate transaction where you're purchasing, purchasing a property from someone, usually the seller and the buyer agree to a title search. And the title search is something that's performed by your closing attorney or a title company. And basically what they're doing is going out and seeing if there are any records that indicate that there are liens being placed on the property, that there is a possibility of, of, of other people owning the property or having interest in it. And the general warranty deed basically is an instrument that um, shows that there was a search done and that as far as the title company knows, um, there is no one that's going to come later and ask for ownership of the property because they you know, weren't aware that it was being conveyed to you. Usually that's where title insurance comes in. If there is a situation where that happens and you receive a general warranty deed and the assurance from a title company or a professional um, working in that field that, you know, you were going to have um, the, be able to exercise the covenant of quiet enjoyment of the property, then that particular title insurance should be able to, there should be some things in there that um, allows you to be, um, compensated if necessary um, for your loss of the land or what have you. Um, the next type of deed that, or, that I'm going to speak about briefly here is the special warranty deed, and it offers the next level of coverage um, or protection, I should say, for the owner um, if they have this type of deed. Where in a general warranty deed, the grantor promises to warrant and defend the title conveyed against the claims of all persons, the grantor of a special warranty deed 
warrants that they receive the title to the property and that they have not done anything since they've owned the, the property or held the title to create a defect. In other words, only defects that arose during the grantor's ownership of the property are warranted. Due to this limitation, the warranty deed offers the grantee less protection than the general warranty deed. Many purchasers of real estate will insist on a general warranty deed to protect them against future problems that may arise as a result of getting a special warranty deed. And there are things that you can do depending upon where you live and, you know, what your state um, and local government rules are as relates to deeds that may be able to help you transition from a special warranty deed to a general warranty deed. But this one typically offers the best or the next best level of um, protection after that general warranty deed. The third um, type of deed that I want to discuss briefly is the quick claim deed. The quick claim deed is also known as a non-warranty deed. Um, and it offers the grantee the least amount of protection. Basically what a quick claim deed says is, I, the grantor, am quitting my own personal interest to you, the grantee, um, in, this, in this real estate transaction. Um, this type of deed conveys whatever interest the grantor has in the property, if any at all. There are no warranties or promises regarding the quality of the title that can be made. If the grantor has a good title, the quick claim deed is essentially as effective as a general warranty deed. However, if the title contains a defect, then the grantee or the person who the deed is uh, being given to has no legal recourse against the grantor, the person who's given the property under this particular deed. A quick claim deed is often used um, if the grantor is not sure of the status of the title um, and, if the, and if they're not sure if it contains, you know, any defects de um, or if the grantor wants no liability under the title covenants. There are other types of deeds called special purpose deeds. Special purpose deeds are frequently used in connection with court proceedings and instances where the deed is from a person acting in some type of official capacity. Most special warranty deeds offer little or no protection to the grantee and are essentially quick claim deeds. So there are some types of um, special purpose deeds that are most commonly used, and I will um, go through those really quickly. Um, I got a lot of this information that I'm sharing with you right now from Investopedia.com. As you've probably heard me state on previous episodes, I love Investopedia because it provides information and gives you definitions for different things as they relate to real estate in layman's terms, meaning terms that almost anyone can understand. So there are several different types of special purpose deeds um, that are most commonly used. One is the administrator's deed, and this deed may be um, used when a person dies intestate, and intestate means without a will. A, a court-appointed administrator will dispose of this decedent's assets, and an administrator's deed may be used to convey the title of real property to the grantee. There's also something called an executor's deed, and this deed may be used when a person dies intestate, that is with a will. The um, estate's executor will dispose of the decedent's assets and the executor's deed may be used to convey the title or real property to the grantee. There is also something called a sheriff's deed. 
This deed is given to the successful builder and an ex execution sale held to satisfy a judgment that has been obtained against the owner of a property. So if someone goes to jail, they have fines and things of that nature. Your local sheriff can, um, if the laws in your state or area permit, they can um, sell off the um, person whom they've arrested properties in order to be able to collect um, monies for any fees or judgments that have been passed down to them as a result of the crime that they committed. And that can happen in other instances too. That's just the most normal, the, the one that's most commonly, it's com most commonly used for. There's also a tax deed. This is issued when a property is sold for delinquent taxes. I mean, that's just what it is. It speaks for itself, the name. A deed in lieu of foreclosure is given by a borrower who is in default on a mortgage directly to the lender. This serves to present, prevent foreclosure proceedings. And if the lender accepts the deed in lieu of foreclosure, the loan is terminated. Many lenders prefer to foreclose on the title, though, so that they can clean it up. So that is an option in some states um, to help a buyer, you know, or a borrower, I should say, avoid foreclosure. I um, mean, may not be available everywhere. So you want to check your local um, state information to be sure that that's something that you can take advantage of if you need to. And then the final special type of a special purpose deed that I wanted to speak about briefly here or give you a definition for is the deed of gift or gift deed. This is used to convey the title on real property that is given for no consideration or for only a token consideration. So in some states, the gift deed may be recorded within two years or becomes void. So if someone just gives you property, says, hey, I don't want this anymore, I'd rather you take it over, um, you, you can do that through by way of that particular type of deed, and you must have it recorded in order uh, within two years in order for it to, to um, hold and, and ring true for you know the duration. Um, so if you're a home buyer and you're working with a real estate professional or closing attorney or someone like that, um, you want to make sure to, to just ask, you know, what type of deed you're getting just so that you can be aware of that. Most people that are getting loans are probably going to wind up with a general warranty deed or a special, um, warranty deed. Um, as most lenders are not going to give you a loan for properties that have clouded titles and, you know, where they can't, you know, trace the history of property ownership through the abstract that they may get from a title search. Um, <clears throat> and so you want to make sure that you are paying close attention to what type of deed you got. There is one other deed that I didn't mention, which is the mortgage deed. And the reason that I didn't mention the mortgage deed is because that's actually something that the lender holds if you have a loan. And the mortgage deed, in essence, gives the lender equal and equitable interest with you, the borrower. Does not mean that the lender can come into the home when they get ready and prop their feet up on your coffee table. But what it does mean is that if you sell the property and you, you know, you sell and, and you know, you need to move on to another property or what have you, then you you're obligated to take care of that lender's needs. So if they invested in the property, you should be trying to at least sell it in order to get the monies back that you 
you know, borrow from them. There are other options such, such as short sales and even the deed in little foreclosure that you may, you know, be able to take advantage of with your lender in the event that you're distressed. So with that being said, I hope I've, you know, given you some good insight to what the different types of um, mortgage deeds are, property deeds, I should say, that you could, you know, run across in your search for buying a home or if you decide to sell a home and you know and understand now which ones offer you the most protection. With that being said, I think like to thank you for listening today. My name is Kay Thompson. I'm a real estate broker and investor um, and an entrepreneur. And this has been a lesson in real estate. Until next time, take care of yourselves and stay safe out there. Bye now.